0: Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. Hey, what's going on, travelers? This is Ricky Ventures and Marlon Madden, and we're back with you for another week of the Success Journey Show. Marlon, what's going on, bro? How you doing today? Oh, man, like I always say, baby, living the, living dream. the dream. Yo, yes, living
1: dream. Living the
0: dream. Yes, you are. Living man. the dream, Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too, man. It is, uh, you know, it, it feels good, man, to... Uh, man, this is another day, man. In life, man, I woke up this morning, and you know, you know, the podcast releases on a Wednesday, but we're recording this one on a Monday. And uh, I woke up this morning, and I and I got a new uh, planner. And I'm not I'm not a planner type of a guy, you know. I mean, I w- I would schedule my stuff in my phone or my calendar and everything, but to actually buy a planner and sit down and write out what you're gonna do, you know, it's uh I haven't done that in a long time, right? But I got this planner. And uh, what it does, it allows you to just walk through different aspects of your day, You know, what, let you think through uh, certain things that you want to accomplish that day, uh, look at the different time frames that you have during that day and, and identify what you're going to do at different times. And at the end of the day, which I'm going to do later on tonight, um, you sit down and you reflect, like, okay, how did I perform today based off of what my goals were this morning, you know? And, and it just gives you a lot of time just to get your mindset right, you know, to get the gate, to get the day going. And I realize I, I'm at a point in my life where I really want to grow uh, just just mentally, mentally, get my mind right, man, just start expanding, expand it, you know, uh, in different areas, whether it just be finances, health, uh, just my own personal thing, my own personal growth. You know, I, I really, really want to dive all the way into that. So I'm going to try this planner thing out for the next, you know, month or so, man, see how it works and see how my life improves from that, man.
1: Oh, man. You know, I I could attest to that. I could attest to the planner. Uh, uh, But then you're going to say, I always say the same thing I always say when I was a recruiter. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, as a recruiter, you know, you have to um, plan out your day. You go ahead and you plan out your day and we do it a month in advance. And then so then you have your plan plan. And then you have what you're actually doing. So you go along to your plan, but on the other side of your plan, sometimes you have to write down what you actually did. So if you deviate from that plan, you annotate that just for so when you're doing your analysis, you'll be able to see what works for you when you're planning out your, if you're planning a week in advance and stuff like that. So planning is very good because like they say, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? So yeah. oh, I, can attest, I can attest to that planning, man. A, but I would just want to say with planning, that's what I want to say to my listeners. Hey, travelers, check it out. We appreciate what you guys are doing. We love it. Um, listen, go on our platform, listen to our different guests. Also, when you get on there, you can give us some ratings. If it's a stars, bars, whatever it is the platform um, allows you to do. We want you to give us some 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 feedback. Because we want to be very interactive with you guys, what you want you guys to do is go ahead and go on there, leave a comment um, on our you on our YouTube page, the Success Journey Show. We're starting to do a lot of visual. We're starting to do a lot of visual because we understand that everybody takes in information differently. So you could go on there and subscribe, put that notification bell on, and go ahead and leave a comment. Also on our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. And if you don't understand the theme that's going on. Almost everything we have is the Success Journey Show. And once you go on there, what you could do is you can actually go in there, subscribe, and then we'll, we'll send you out a newsletter. We'll let you know some of the events that we're doing um, or the upcoming events that we'll be doing. And also, you could go on and look at the, at the guests. You could also leave a comment on their specific uh, podcast. And you could also... If you want to get more information from them, you can leave it there and we'll be able to contact them and their contact information is there. And we enjoy what you guys are doing and we just want to ramp it up a little bit more. And that's the plan.
0: Barla, thanks so much for sharing that. And listeners, please, please, you know, we uh, we love what you do. We truly appreciate you. But we're going to jump right into it today. We have a a, a great guest that is going to come and share his journey with everyone uh, in the world, all of our travelers, and it's none other than Robert Dim. Hey, Rob, thank you for joining us today.
2: Hey, how's it going? This is our Robert Dim. Thanks for having me
0: uh, on the podcast. Oh man, our oh, pleasure. Man. Yes, absolutely, our pleasure, man. Hey, Rob, why don't you tell the our travelers and listeners around the, around the world a little bit about yourself?
2: Definitely, definitely, I appreciate that. So, uh, a little bit about myself. I'm um, from New Jersey, South Jersey or SJ, as they would uh, say over on the East Coast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I ended up going to school in in Connecticut, uh, Sacred Heart University, um, D1AA school, where I played football uh, for the Sacred Heart Pioneers. Um, Ended up with two conference championships, went to the playoffs. Um, And then a little bit on the education side, um, I didn't have my undergrad, or not had my undergrad, but um, I got my bachelor's in accounting. um, And then I went on to get my MBA in finance, and then halfway through my MBA program, went to work for a bond insurance firm in Purchase, New York. Um, did that for about seven months. That was kind of on a contract basis before getting back into the accounting side. So I joined PricewaterhouseCoopers. Um, I think that was October of 2016. Um, so I went. I went there to work as an auditor. Uh, did audit for private equity and hedge funds. Um, a few companies like Little John and Co based out of Greenwich, Connecticut. Um, and then at that time, previous to that, um, I ended up leaving the job um, and moving home for about a month before deciding to move to California. Um, and then move to California and join a startup called Hackering. So they're on the technical screening side. But also my idea Or my plan in moving to Cali was I also happened to start Darty Co, which I run full time now. Either Darty or Darty Co, Um, still working on the brand now. And just recently moved to L.A. to do that full time. Um, And at the same time, ended up joining this accelerator program through New Chip um, for founders. So that's currently a little bit about my past and currently
1: like where where I'm at right now. Hey, that sounds exciting. You know why? Because um, I'm a finance guy myself, and also have an MBA. So. I hear you doing all those different things. It just sparked my interest. Now uh, tell me how did the, how did the football, did you say you got a scholarship or you just played for the school?
2: Yeah. So I got a scholarship, uh, played football my whole life. Um, Was recruited by D1, D1 schools and D1 AA schools and ended up going with Sacred Heart, which was kind of my last option. But um, for the most part, it panned out, turned the whole entire program around, won championships, went to the playoffs. So had that awesome transition to really come into a program that really wasn't winning and, and turn it around and end up leaving um, with two rings. So that, that was a great
1: experience for sure. Okay. So you uh, being, you being a, you being a, a, a football guy, um, did you, did you have dreams and aspirations of making it to the league or how, how did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Of course. Um,
2: as a little kid, that was always my dream. Um, worked super hard. Also played soccer, uh, played basketball, ran track growing up, but always had dreams of playing in the NFL. Um, And for me, it got to a point where, you know, I I worked super hard, you know, probably in the weight room a little bit too much, working out a little bit too much. But, you know, as a kid, when it's like, you know, this is your dream one day, you want to make sure you do everything you possibly can to prepare yourself for that stage. Um, So for me, kind of, you know, We had a lot of athletes from my teams, uh, not a lot of athletes, but we had a lot of players go on and play for different NFL teams. I believe we had eight or nine people um, out of our last two years. So my senior year or my fifth year, because I redshirted, we would have scouts at a practice every day. So um, we'd be going live on a Wednesday and Thursday (laughs) just for some scouts, a quick like 15 minute period. Um, and
0: after that, you know, it was the normal practice routine for the most part. Wow. No, nah, that's, that's good, man. Man. So you, when you think of athletes, right. They're playing at a high level like that. Um, you know, D, say your heart is D1, you said? Yeah. So D1, double A. D1, double A. Um, so just, you know, yeah. FCS. Yeah. So play, play at that, at that high level. Um, uh, but then you were also, you said you are majoring in economics and business. Uh, yeah, so my undergrad was accounting, accounting. and then MBA was fine. There we go, there we go, accounting. So, how did you balance that, man? Because you know the demand of the the athletic uh, uh, career or whatever I say, not not career program, but, you know, yeah, yeah, program. You know uh, the traveling you have to do for that, the practices you have to do for that, uh, but then be able to maintain uh, yourself to where you can graduate with an accounting degree.
2: Right. Uh, that's a great question. So, I mean, one, I can just really talk about from experience. I think it's has to deal with just how you're raised growing up at an early age. I mean, for me, you know, if I ever wanted to play sports, if I ever wanted to go play football or go play soccer or go play basketball, you know, I had to make sure I maintained, you know, A's and B's in school unless my parents wouldn't take me to practice. They wouldn't take me to games. Um, so for me, it was just a standard and kind of how I grew up. My parents, you know, they're both from Africa. Um, born and raised in Nigeria, immigrated here to go to college. So for me and my two older sisters, they really set a high standard. So I kind of took the same approach when I went to college. Um, it's just that if I if I want to still be an athlete, if I want to pursue my dreams, if I want to be on the field, I have to maintain, you know, a high level of academic standard unless I won't be able to play. Um, I also had to deal with teammates who, you know, had a 1.0 GPA, had less of a GPA and you know, we needed them on the field, but it's like at the end of the day, if, if you can't even go to class or even do the bare minimum, it's just like, you know, it's not a, it's not a great example um to show the incoming freshmen who are coming in when we're trying to revamp a program and, and go to the playoffs and, and win championships and so forth. And then two, I would say really it's just time management. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, at, you're at that point in your life where you're figuring out and you're, and you're growing up and it's like, you're old enough to make your own decisions. Um, you got to figure out, okay, if I have, you know, an exam this week, you know, two or three exams, you know, I can't be going playing video games all day. I can't be, you know, going out and wanting to party with the regular student body. Um, so it's just really time management trying to, you know, plan out your whole entire week and figuring out, okay, this is where I have to be. I have, you know, workouts in the morning. I have film after. I have treatments. I have practice. But then also making sure that you're dedicating enough time to your academics. And, and studying in time um, for
1: tests and quizzes and, and stuff of that nature.
0: Mm. Nah, love, it. Love, love it. Love it. Yeah.
1: It's, love it. The, uh, um, a lot of kids out there that are, that are aspiring to, you know, get the scholarship and play, they don't really think about stuff like that. You know, because in high school, not to, you know, belittle high school, but in high school, it's a lot different with the level, level of academics in comparison to college and also how much the school pushes you. Because in, in high school, you know, your teacher's always on top of you. And if you don't make your grades, you're not going to play in college. It's all kind of like self-motivated, self-everything. So I know your coaches are telling you, hey, you got to play. But a lot of these kids don't think about that. Now, I heard you said you're you're born in Africa and um stuff like that. Do, do, do you do you try, go back and forth um often?
2: Uh, so sorry about that. So my parents um were born in Nigeria. Um, I I was born here in the US, but I go back every Christmas now um, to see family. This this December, I was there for about four weeks, five weeks. So I was able to spend an extended amount of time seeing all my family. Um, Just besides my sisters and my mom and dad, really, most of my family is still
1: overseas in uh, Africa. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man, you got to You got to share the wealth, man. One day when you when you're going down there, you got to take us <laughs> with you. <man>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that,
2: definitely. I, I was I was telling my friends, you know, you're more than welcome. Um, you know, I'm happy to have you whenever, you know, whether it's with me, whether it's my dad, super chill, laid back time. Yeah. Weather's great. So, absolutely. you know, there's there's really nothing, nothing that could go wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's no. just
2: really, you know, if you, if you want to sit on a long plane flight, I mean, depending mm-hmm. on where you're leaving from. Um, you can spend a 24-hour time period traveling from the time you leave your door to the time you're getting in over there. Mm. So that's really the only downside is you just gotta prepare yourself for a long travel. Oh man, yeah,
0: yeah, love it. So, so, so you transition from you know, you graduate from college and you're entering into the workforce. You grad, you graduated from Montana again. The year was 2014 or 15.
2: Yeah. So, um, so undergrad was 2014 yeah. and NBA uh, was 2015. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So what, what made you go and immediately pursue your MBA? Um, so for me, it was a thought process. So I had a fifth year of football. Um, I redshirted as a true freshman. So I was weighing the option of just extending out my four year, um, accounting undergrad and just extending that out to five years and, and finishing early or potentially getting my communications degree. Um, just cause I feel like I wanted to be more versatile. Um, and then I also had, you know, I, I essentially wanted to go work in New York and work in finance. So that was my whole thought process. And I think I should go get my MBA in finance instead of getting my communications degree uh, or as
0: a, as a master's. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so now, so now you got your master's degree and, uh what's next? You know, I mean, you you told us, you told us a little bit about, you know, where you work, but I want to know that the the thought process of, you know, you choosing different areas to work in. you heard you spent some time in Greenwich, Connecticut.
2: Right. So that that was after. First, I went to go work in finance just because, you know, I went to go apply for the Morgan Stanley's, you know, the top finance firms. And, you know, it could be like disheartening. You don't get in, you know, you think you work super hard, you get you know, you get the minimum GPA requirements and, you know, it just doesn't happen. Um, and, you just, you know, football teaches you in life. You just got to deal with adversity, you know, rejection and so forth. For, but for me, I kept applying, ended up getting a job as an analyst at a bond insurance firm. Um, and then that was more of a, a contractor type position. I wanted something more full time. Um, so that was the reason why I kind of left to join PwC in Stanford and in Greenwich um wanted to still work in the finance side with hedge funds and private equity because I eventually wanted to break into that space so I figured going the accounting route and eventually getting in through that side you know could be beneficial for me and then also the commute um I really value my time I was sometimes commuting like an hour and 30 minutes 2 hours so for me that was just like you know that's 3 to 4 hours of my day that I'm wasting in commute when I could you know be working on a side hustle or or just spending some time with family or just whatever it may be. It was just like, I, I thought I was wasting my time in my commute. So I made it a point to if I'm going to take another nine to five or another job, I want to live close because I really value my time.
1: Okay. So now now let's fast forward a little bit where you're, you're working for someone and then you get an idea like, hey, I'm going to go to California. Um, and not only go to California, I'm going to start up my own thing. What was that thought process about? And what about, what, what, what about working? What was it about working for someone that propelled you to say, Hey, I want to go work for myself.
2: Definitely. Um, so I, I think it hit me when, for me, I like to just, you know, just really talk about myself and be, be transparent here. So for me, it was, I had my best friend growing up, um, He ended up dying in a car accident in Baltimore. Um, So for me, that was when I was working at PwC. Um, So for me, that was kind of changed my whole thought process in life. Like, you know, life's short. You know, don't really spend time doing things you hate or not being happy. Um, So that's when I was kind of questioning, like, you know, what am I doing? Like, who am I doing this for? And don't get me wrong. I don't want to make this seem bad, but I just felt like I was you know, going the accounting and finance route for my parents and to make them happy. But I, I wasn't really doing what was making me happy. And at the same time, you know, granted, I've worked on great teams. You know, I looked at the end result and kind of what would be my final position if I stay at this company and trying to see, like, you know, are they happy? Are they enjoying life? And I just really looked at them and I couldn't see myself in their shoes and, and being happy Um, you know, working my way up and staying there. So that was kind of my thought process, you know, where I decided, you know, to venture off. And I ended up, you know, reaching out to one of my closest friends. Uh, His brother started progressively Mm -hmm. out in Redwood City, um, ended up selling the company to Box and he worked for him a little bit. Um, So he kind of talked me into moving to California. And at that time too, I've also went through the entrepreneurship route before I ended up in the company. Um, and a little bit reason behind that I don't think there was any rhyme or reason I think the only reason was because hey you know people are making a lot of money doing this you know why don't I try it out Um, you you know that whole thing where it's just like oh you know let me try it out and see if I can do it you know I heard you can make a lot of money and I realized that like that's not the correct way to approach something and analyze whether or not you should go into it but the part of the reason why I was persuaded to go into that was because one of my closest friends his dad worked for Prakachi Brothers, which is a big produce company. So I kind of had the inside information on how things work in terms of insurance, hiring drivers. Um, so I actually, you know, got to a point where he's kind of someone I've always looked up to, too. I Every time I go back to New Jersey, I kind of spend some time at his place. And he he actually, like, talked to me about, you know, how this whole thing would work. And also, you know, talked me into, like, getting my CDL license just because we were kind of brainstorming back and forth. And kind of agreed that, you know, I can't go try and start a trucking company if I don't even have my, you know, commercial driver's license. So I even went to go get my commercial driver's license. I think that took about three months. I want to say, give or take three months, I did the in-class portion, and then I had to go out on the field and drive and and pass the test. So I ended up getting my CDL license, learning how to drive, you know, manual, stick, um, and then also going into the process of hiring drivers, getting insurance. And I just came to a cl- conclusion that, you know, I was going to be at at a point where I was going to be in the negative for two, three years and then try and work a way into, you know, turning it into pos- positive or not. I, I kind of said that wrong or worded it wrong, but trying to, you know, have a positive, you know, cash flow eventually. Okay. Um, and I was just like, you know, I'm not sure if I'm willing to spend two, three years of my life being in the negative before it turns positive. And it wasn't really something that I was extremely passionate about. Um, so for me, I kind of decided to to call that quits and ended up, you know, starting a clothing brand um called Darty, um, or or Darty Co to be be specific. So that's kind of the transition from, you know, one failed business to another business that I'm running now. And then while I was getting started, I, I know I still wanted to work at nine to five. So I figured I'd join a tech company out in uh Palo Alto um doing software sales. So I ended up joining Hacker Rank. Um, and, and kind of balancing both and just basically using the money I was making out in Silicon Valley to fund the company to start.
0: Oh, mm, man. That's all. That, you're Rick, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, man. man. I mean, I'm loving the way you're, you're moving because you're not. Man. Okay, so I'll put it this way. You know, there are a lot of people that go, you know, the route through college and they come out and they right, say, I got this job and this is the job I want to be at for the next Five, 10 years. And what I'm hearing from you is that, hey, you know, you you weren't you were you were willing to explore uh, things and you still are willing to explore things to suit you know who you are and what you want to do. You're not you're not afraid to take risk. And uh, because w- the path that you're on right now, what you're doing in this journey, there, there's no uh, written uh, outline as to what goes what comes next. You know what I mean? It's like you you, like, what are you going to like? There's no promotion. There's no. All right. Yeah, I'm going to get this this job or that job, whatever. But you're actually you're actually expanding yourself by the opportunities that are around you, man. I think that this is phenomenal. Phenomenal. But but question is for you through it all. You know, have you ever had those moments where like, man, you know, am I doing the right thing? Yeah, I mean,
2: I like just to just be transparent. It's just like those days where, you know, I've, I've kind of questioned, like, what am I doing? Or, you know, I might just be having a down day. You know, we're, we're in a social media generation. So it's easy to go look at your phone and just see what someone else is doing and be like, damn, like, am I ever going to get there? You know, am I doing the right thing? Um, yeah. But for me, it's just you got to keep some real people around you who are going to constantly motivate you and, and kind of get you out of the slump just because, you know you can have your faith, you can be as strong as possible, but, you know, even the strongest people have weaknesses. So it's like, you're always going to need, you know, I'm lucky enough to, you know, where I've had, you know, I had a few friends growing up that are really close. You know, like I said, I lost my close friend. And, you know, just with that, I was able to gain a good amount of people that I consider friends and at this point consider family that, you know, are there for me, you know, through thick and thin. And there's people I've only... You know really been friends with for about four or five years, but you know will go the distance for me so for me that means means a lot, and that allows me to kind of get out of the slump when I am in a slump so um yeah that like like I said, that's just keeping those people around you and, and really just having them there to motivate you non stop
0: yeah
1: so so now that you have the your clothing line um what made you gravitate to a clothing line Because you said you went to the trucking industry, which yep um. You know, you that, that it's two it's two different opposite
0: um <laughs> spectrums. <Yeah. laughs> so unless you unless you transport your clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, right. that
2: might be the case too. I mean, you know, how Jay-Z and some of these guys talk about, you know, owning the whole the whole supply chain. Correct. Yeah. You know, that's 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 part of the, you know, that they're giving out that mindset where where it's actually possible to, you know, own the
0: whole whole supply chain and not just, you know, one part of it. Yeah. Oh man. Hey everybody, it's Ricky here. And I really hope you're enjoying this episode. Hey, did you know that you can actually get paid for listening to this podcast? (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. See, Marlon and I discovered this free app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to this podcast. Seriously, just go to PodCoin app and use the invite code JOURNEY. You'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up. If you use the code journey, listen, we appreciate all that you do. And let's get back to the episode. Peace. Now you, now you, the different spectrums. Okay. So explain to us
1: what, what led you to a clothing brand and then some of your influencers. And what I hear is Jay-Z is one of them. So tell us some of your influencers and first what led you to the clothing brand. And then after, Hey, well, um, who are some of your influencers and why? Awesome. Um, Yeah. So to be honest, I, I'm
2: sure everyone does this. And, you know, I mean, I, I probably did it for about two years before starting the clothing brand. But, you know, I'd get on the phone with all my friends, um, some more often than others. But it's always like, how can we make more money? I guess okay. kind of, you know, that that's everyone's whole go to is, you know, let me think of the next billion dollar idea. And, you know, you just sit on the phone just thinking about, like, you know, let's do A, let's do B. You know, we can do this. We can do that. Um, And I just got to a point where I just realized myself that I was just coming up with all these ideas, but not really taking action. Um, So for me, you know, I decided, you know, let me my my friends always go out. They probably go out a little bit more often than I do. You know, I just kind of like to step out on the scene once in a while. But. I just got to a point where I was just tired of the whole day to day, the whole weekend of like, you know, working nine to five and going out on a Friday. Um, So basically, I called some of my friends up that I went to school with and I I basically told them like, hey, I I live in downtown Stanford. You're more than welcome to come to my to my place and we can brainstorm some ideas. You know, I'm tired of going out all the time, just wasting time. Like, let's just kick it. You know, I have a big whiteboard in my room. Let's just brainstorm, write down ideas and, and just take some things into action. So it's actually funny. Like, I, I think you guys might have interviewed him as well, too. But his name is Paul Garino.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, good I'm guy.
2: Founder of, he who showed up. Um, so it was just me and him kind of all night, just kicking it, um, just talking about different ideas, different things. And something that really hit home to me was just like, I need to get out of this whole you know, mindset of how can I make more money and just you know, look into how can I build a brand, or what are some things that I, I was a part of in college or in high school that's trending, that's popular, that I can turn into a business or I can turn into a brand. And who said it first? It might have been me, it might have been him, but Darty came up. And then I, was, I was doing a little bit thinking, and I was just like, you know, you know, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Darty, but Darty's like popular in Canada, the U.S., across all colleges, um, in terms of like day parties. So okay. they call day parties dardies. Um, some people call
1: them dage. Uh, okay. so, oh, wow, darty. You know. Now I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, old. Yeah. We're old. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're like man, darty. Who is who's that? So, <laughs> so yeah, that's
2: what that's where it came from. And then you know, I, I think I started reading a few articles, and you know, how to start a business or something like that. You know, how you come across some of these articles. And it was just like you know, you really want to check the trademarks um, or check the patents, or just anything the IP related work, and see if anyone's using it. So I did my due diligence. I looked online. No one was doing anything with Darty. Like absolutely no one. The only company that was doing anything with the word Darty in any aspect was over in France. They were a hardware company. Um, I actually think they're called like FNAC, like F and A C or something like that. Okay. Darty, um, but they also go by Darty too and it had no you know ip related you know anything in the us um so that's when literally that night i filed the trademark for darty in terms of um retail clothing okay um, and then i also filed you know for my old slogan um which ended up not going through it's actually funny um i just thought of a, a slogan for darty at the time it was the fifth season I don't know. At that time, I thought it was <laughs> super cool. You know, I was like, yo, oh, this is dope. <laughs> and then now I'm looking back, I'm like, nah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but um, yeah, file trademarks for Darty Co. Um, our slogan now keep the vibe alive. Um, yeah, entertainment and, and media, web online services, and so forth. And then now that I'm kind of talking about IP trademarks, I really recommend this just to anyone starting a business because. You know, even without getting your brain off the ground, this is a way you can gain an advantage in the marketplace um, is by having your trademarks. And there's actually people out there, I speak with lawyers who they'll see stuff trending and they'll go trademark it just because they know yeah, someone's eventually going to use it and then basically sue them. So I definitely highly recommend, like if you're going to go start a company or choose a company name, make sure you can at least get the trademark in the future because if someone's already using it, you're eventually going to have to change your name. Mm. Um, so just, just a little bit about that. And then, you know, just now that I'm touching on that whole trademark thing as well too, is, you know, keep what you're looking to do in the future private. If you haven't trademarked it, just because for me, I wanted to get into the beverage space, whether it was a beer, whether it was a, you know, vodka, whether, whatever it was. Um, so I live in downtown Stanford, one of the biggest, um, beverage companies, Harvest Hill, owned by—I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, American Beverage Association or Corporation, one of those. Um, they own a whole bunch of different, you know, brands and beverages, and they ended up trademarking Darty just because I used to talk about, you know, creating a beverage all the time to anyone oh. and everyone. I met people at Harvest Hill. I met people everywhere, and. I didn't have the expertise, nor at the time was I ready and willing to create a beverage called Darty. But I just talked about it just because I was like, hey, you never know who I could run into, who they could potentially be business partners and so forth. So, actually, like, you know, seven months down the line after I filed the trademark, I realized there's another trademark getting filed for the Darty beverage. Wow. And it was by Harvest Hill. Um, American Beverage Association, and they had a law firm in in Stanford. So everyone is right down the street from where I live. So it, it was just kind of funny, you know, to see that you know potentially someone I told about this went ahead and executed on the idea. So for me, that was kind of like a lesson learned. Like whatever you're planning to do that you don't have trademark or you don't have protected, you know, just be careful who you're talking to. Um, You know, keep it close with you, family or friends, or, you know, just have someone sign, and sign an NDA or, or something yeah. like that if you want to reach out to an external party.
0: Oh, that's good yeah. that's good information. Yeah, very good information. So 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 tell me, in, in starting up your, your business, you know, the clothing line and all that good stuff, uh what personnel wise, like do you get to staff up with a team? or you doing it alone? You know, I know you're you're on the west coast, uh uh, Paul's on the east coast like I know I mean, you got Paul has his thing going you got yours going but after that night you guys start going off and really just putting your plans into action and, and I don't know if the plans actually were laid out that night but more so your brain starting to move in that direction you know uh, when it came time to like really start staffing up and really get the production going you know what kind of challenges were you facing?
2: Uh, that's a great question I mean uh, challenges everything like To be honest, like, where do I even start? (laughs) Do I start with, you know, buying a website off of GoDaddy? Do I make an Instagram account? Um, I need a team. I don't know if I, I I can't do graphic design. It's like, you're you're basically doubting yourself. But at the same time, it's, you don't really know the capabilities. Um, You don't really know your talent and capabilities. So you're put in a situation where it's like sink or swim and you got to grow. And like, to be honest, Paul's been one of those guys who really helped me out from the start was just like, not only just helping me out in terms of like maybe doing stuff for me, but also being real with me and being like, yo, like you can do this too. Like you just got to put in some effort into it. And that's also what made me be more, I would say, um, how, how would I say, versatile um, to, to be able to do a lot of things for the brand. is just really him getting me to believe in myself that, you know, I, I can do A, B, C, and D and, you know, I'm just not the accountant and finance guy who went to school for that. You know, it's, it's just stuff that's going to take time. You're not going to be great overnight, but it's like in, in due time, you're going to get really good at your craft. And then as you scale, you can hire someone to eventually do it full time for
1: you. Man, I love that. Yeah, Paul, Paul's a real good guy, man. He, he, he's, uh, he's, he's motivating and, um, and and it's always good to surround yourself with good company or people of like mind because it propels you forward because you know like they say iron sharpeneth iron now um i uh, um, I really want to hear the influence because i know you mentioned jay-z and you know a lot of a lot of kids today they, they'll listen to these hip-hop guys and they'll listen to hip-hop and they won't see the the true essence of entrepreneurship that some of these guys are doing they're only looking at their lyrics and I heard you mention Jay Z. So I'm just curious so who are some of your influencers? Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a great question, man. Um,
2: I, I guess I got kind of two buckets of influencers. I mean, for me, one is more personal and family related. Like, I kind of, for me, it's like I keep it real kind of with just everything I say. Like, I've never, me and my dad weren't always on good terms just because not that I was a bad kid or, you know, he was a super hard parent, but it's just like, you know, being 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 just growing up in Africa is just they have a different mindset coming to the U.S. Correct. Um, and he was super hard on us, not just me, but my, my sisters and just making sure, you know, we're, we're just doing the right thing athletically, academically. Uh, just matters in general and just everything. So, you know, for me, my, my dad, I mean, that's just one of my inspirations. And my mom really is just what they were able to do with what little they had. Just coming from Nigeria um, and just raising kids. I mean, my dad—not my older. My, my dad kind of talks about it, like you know, it's, it's kind of hard to raise three kids and put us through all the camps and and travel basketball and track and field. And my sister going to, you know, I don't, Lord knows where she went—California for track, mm. uh, Tennessee for track—and and we're just all over the place. And just kind of just doing everything they can. And then my dad also you know, dabbling the entrepreneurship route, you know, starting his own own consulting business, um, not only in the U.S., but in Nigeria as well, too, before he kind of called it quits just because, you know, I was kind of having this conversation with him the other day was, you know, raising three kids. We're both super young. My mom's young. And it's just like, you know, at that time, he didn't have insurance and just what it would cost insurance wise to, you know, not have a nine to five job. But you know, working for somebody else and pay for that insurance and didn't really make sense to him. And he would have to spend a lot more time away from the family. So he kind of thought about, you know, what effect that would have had on us being raised. Um, So I I would say just in a nutshell, like that's one is just my dad. And I kind of just realized, like, before I even touch on my mom, it's just that I'm grateful just for everything they've done for me because, you know, I really see life differently now. And even just a lot of the stuff I wanted as a kid, I look back on it like, why did I really want that? And I wish my parents explained to me, like, you know, these things come and go. Like, you don't really need what you say you need, like a new pair of sneakers just to impress some friends in, in school and, and be bad at your parents for per day. Like, that's some stupid stuff. So, yeah. like, for me, I kind of realize now, like, you know, they've, they've done more than enough for me. And I, I'm grateful for that. And then just my mom, just inspirational wise, like have just always been there from, you know, all the sports, the practices, the basketball games, you know, high school, college. Um, You know, she necessarily didn't work just to raise us. And then now she just started working part time um, just to keep her busy. But, you know, just everything she's done for the family and and really keeping the family together. I'd say she was probably besides my grandparents, she was she was the glue over here for all of us to to really be here today and get along and, and to see each other, even with all our busy schedules, you know, I would say that's, that's my personal influencers. And then I just kind of wanted to talk about my family history is on my mom's side. Um, they're all over in Nigeria, but a lot of them are entrepreneurs. A lot of them started their own businesses. None of them are, I'm older. I'm able to see that, you know, my uncle, you know, he's all, he's always used to, he used to travel a lot more being the U S But, you know, go to auctions, buy and sell. He has his own construction company, um, real estate company. Mm. Um, So just a lot more entrepreneurs on my mom's side. And I think when I look back at things, I think that's where I get that entrepreneur spirit from. Because, like, when I go back there and you look at kind of, you know, the leadership and the head of households over there, it's like they're all bosses. They're all they're all leaders. They (laughs) all have have done something. So that's kind of where that drive for entrepreneurship for me, I realized comes from.
0: Yeah. Wow. So man, Rob, man, we, man, I mean, I love your, your energy. I love your, your mindset, man. I love the direction that you're going in. And we would typically ask our, our, our guests, the question of if you can go back, uh, a few a few years or where you when you started to uh and give some insight to that individual that you know whatever 18 20 21 years old based off of where they are now but i, I think i'm gonna flip it for you and ask like what do you uh what do you aspire to be like what what what, what do you feel as though when i hit this point i would have um I would have, I would have fulfilled what my, my, my quest is.
2: Um, so let me, let me just make sure I get your question right. Cause I feel like I kind of maybe, maybe understood that differently than, than what you're asking. Can you repeat that?
0: Yeah. So what I'm trying to say, if you look ahead and you say, man, I, I really want to do what I, I really want to accomplish this in this world. You know, I, I, at the end of the day, man, I want to make sure that I do X, Y, and Z, at this point in your, in, in your journey and you, and you, and you're looking ahead, what would you say that thing is? Um, So for me, really what I want to do
2: is I I really want to build brands, build communities um, and just grow businesses. Um, I I look at it. like I think one of these rappers or artists or someone, maybe, maybe it was LeBron James. I, I guess, yeah, I guess I saw something the other day, but I think it went back in terms of like, you know he could have took that mcdonald's deal for 15 million or something like that but you know his close friend maverick carter talked about you know these were the numbers if they were to go and own a part of you know blaze pizza um just a long-term return on investment um so that's kind of where i'm at right now and it, it's hard because you know i guess we always compare ourselves to other people and what they have but With time, that will all come. So for me, you know, that's really what I'm looking to do. And having that, having that, you know, um, having that, given that my parents are from Africa, Nigeria, and my my actually my grandmom just passed away. So that's actually why I was also over there for an extended amount of time. Oh man, Um, sorry to hear that. I appreciate that. My dad talked about that. You know, now that she passed away, he doesn't think he's going to go back that often anymore. And you know, for us, my sister saying you know, she's about to go into med school. She doesn't know if she's going to go back um, often anymore. So for me, I kind of really, you know, want to get more involved in Africa and Nigeria. I think there's a lot of opportunity Mm. there. Um, Have a lot of relatives. You know, I feel like Africa, Nigeria, to be specific, has a tainted image in terms of just like corruption and all that. But you get that everywhere. Correct. Um, Some shape or form, whether it's in the U.S., whether it's in China. But for me, I think now that I'm I mean, I think I'm getting older, but <laughs> I, I'm still considered young, but you know, <laughs> I want to begin to get more involved now um, and just help the people over there um, more. So that's also why I kind of, you know, I also I'm working on starting another brand um, called Dage, which it's it's called Day Rage and kind of my. Well, that's where the name came from. That's not necessarily necessarily what I want the brand to promote. Um,
0: now you trademarked like, that already,
2: right? Yeah, already, okay, okay, already okay. trademarked <laughs> everything. Um, so essentially the reason why I chose I tell people all the time, people reach out to me like, why do you choose Darty? How do you grow a brand? I was just like, I could have chose a name, Dim, D-I-M, that's my last name. And it was just like, to be honest, like I can go on social media and I can go create a website and try and grow something called Dim, but it's like, no one's going to go check it out for that name. And it's just like, if I chose Darty or Dage, people are already going to relate and want to check out the brand. And then when they see what you have, they're going to be more willing and ready. So what I'm essentially looking to do is essentially, I'm trying to blend the Western African culture in Western wear. Um, oh. So that, that's kind of like my new brand. And that's going to get me to travel back more and just be more involved in my community and just see how more I can help them. Um, something else that I didn't talk about when my dad is, my dad has done I don't. Know, I don't know if I could ever top what he's done for the community over there. Just because, I mean, people are cutthroat. You can you can give the world to them, and and they'll still treat you badly. But just you know, building libraries in this community, building houses in this community. Wow. You know, donate money to church. You know, it's real. My dad sent me a text the other day too. Like he says, um, with leadership comes with responsibility. So it's just like when I was over there for my grandma's funeral. I've had people coming up to my house, you know, asking my dad, you know, can you pay for my can you pay for my mom or dad's funeral expenses just because they don't have the money and and that's just every day over there. It's just that, you know, it was just a real croak of my dad and that's why I really I look up to him because I think he's been able to deal with a lot of stuff like personally me, I don't think I'd be able to deal with and go through um and just seeing him go through those situations and still you know, keeping that positive mindset. Um that, that's the reason why going back to that question, why he really, you know, is one of my biggest influences today.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'ma tell you, it. you know, you know what's funny, um, Rob, is that you know, at first you said when you sat down, you said, Hey, with your friends, you said, Hey, check it out. We just wanna what's the next billion dollar move? What can we do to make some money? And you are absolutely correct that once you found a purpose. And you forgot about and you not and you just stop chasing the money that it became different. And because you're you have a purpose now, the money will come because you're not chasing the money. You're using the money to fulfill the purpose exactly and, and that's exactly what i see that you've been growing like you said you come, you're coming are you're, 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 you're getting older right <laughs> but but that's what that's the mindset that you have changed and i like that flip because you have gone from i'm chasing the money till i have a purpose and now that i have a purpose i need the money to fulfill this purpose and when you have that combination to me that will make you successful and I, and i love it man i love i, I love anybody that that see people and want to help somebody to get their self, not only yourself to the destination, but you want to take other people with you. And I commend Def- you for that. Definitely. I appreciate
2: yeah. that. And now that you said that, just something I wanted to add too is I guess I'm at a point where, you know, you always feel like, you know, you can't help people till you get to a certain point until you consider, you know, when you made it or you make it on Forbes list. But something that I've realized, and I think one of my closest friends told me is um, really like you can help. Like you don't have to wait till you get to a certain point in life. And something I learned from my grandmother, it's like she didn't have much, but whatever she'd have whenever we come home for Christmas and doing the holidays, she always gave up what, what she had. And I think that's super important. and something... I need to definitely improve on. I think it's just giving what, what you have, I think is just that matters. It's not necessarily the gift or the value amount or, or anything like that. I think it's just the thought of just, you know, whatever you have, just giving it to someone else in hopes that, you know, it inspires or, or helps them in some shape or form.
0: Man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Martin, why don't you ask the question for the social media? Hey,
1: Check this out. Um, you know somebody's going to listen to this, and they're definitely going to want to contact you, and or even learn how to trademark whatever they want what, to want to learn from you, or what, whatever kind of interest, or even buy your products and stuff like that. Where can they go to buy your product? Also, where can they contact you?
2: Right. So, um, great question. I appreciate that. So the website is www dartyco so it's d a r t y uh, c as in Charlie o as in Oscar uh, .com. Um and then the Instagram is just Darty Co. uh D-A-R-T-Y uh C-O dot um. I'm sorry, not dot com, but that's the Instagram is just Darty Co. Um and then I also kind of, you know, through Instagram I've also been able to get the at handle Darty. So that's also kind of how I'm trying to build a community also outside of my brain just to get the word out there. So also kind of the whole route. The reason why I'm trying to also build that community, too, is because I'm looking on, um, essentially, I'm getting a lot of requests to, you know, come to my school, come to my fraternity, have an event. Um, So that's also why I'm trying to build that community right now, that Darty community. And my goal is to have that be kind of the entertainment side, talk about any plans or what I'm looking to do. But I know I I, I jumped all over the place in your question. No, no, no. Yeah,
1: you're good. You're good. You're good. good. It's, 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 It's a good thing, A. Um.
0: hey, Rick, uh, take us out, man. I know I, I, I don't want to see your thunder, man. No, no, no. Listen, Rob, man, this has been a, a great, great um, show. We want to thank you so much for the sharing your story, man. And what I love about your story, man, is, you know, it, I feel like it's just fresh, man. You have so much that you've done already and you you expose yourself to, but I know there's so much more that you're going to experience and going to be able to share with the world and the communities that are around you. And we appreciate what you're doing now. And we just want to encourage you to just keep moving, keep growing, keep influencing, and just build your brand as, as great as you can. And uh, guests, we want you, and not guests, listeners and travelers, we want you guys to just really just take this story in and say, Hey, you know what, you know, start where you are, you know, but I love what Rob said. He's like, yo, it's not about the money. It's about, man, what can I do to impact the lives that are around me and everyone can make an impact you don't have to wait until you're millions of dollars in the bank you know what do you have uh, right now in your hand that you can turn around and help your neighbor with or help a friend with or a co-worker with we just want to thank you again for joining us for this uh, another episode we will see you next week at the same time on the success journey show one love one love You've been listening to the Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out the SuccessJourneyShow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.